I'm dying. <coughs> I need mouth-to-ass resuscitation. I'm on it. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> I die happy knowing you fell for that. <laughs> Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through one of the greatest... Fo- no, your podcast voyage through one of the greatest canceled Fox TV shows that was revived on Comedy Central. That intro was a nightmare. We should probably work on that. <laughs> We're starting so well. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And today we're talking about season six, episode one, Rebirth. And it's it's amazing to me when my opening bit is the most disastrous <laughs> thing on. Well, see, no, it's one of those things where like you you play it back in your head a bunch. You're like, no, 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 I've got this, and you have to actually do it. And then yeah. you're like, I forgot the entire English language. Yeah. Hola, bienvenidos. Uh, back to the Futurama. Un podcast de Futurama. <laughs> Mayamo Ben. Th- this is the Mayamo Mike. That is the new intro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we've we've just jumped into it. So as a as a just quick housekeeping, we're gonna um, at least I'm na- naming these episodes uh, season six. There's some discrepancy about how Hulu does it and how. Netflix used to do it and all of that. Still based on that same production order versus aired order uh, stuff. Just to keep things simple, the production order called the movies season five and this is season six. Uh, Hulu, I believe, calls this like season seven or something. That doesn't even make any sense. I don't know how they do it. But for reference, we are going to go with uh, season six. And we're going with the production order, which doesn't make a difference for a handful of episodes, but eventually it Hulu does it differently again later on. Oh, Hulu. Um, it's a whole thing. So we have have we mentioned which one we're talking about, or did we kind of just Rebirth. crash off of the intro? <laughs> we're talking about season six, episode one, Rebirth. Cool. Just I, I couldn't remember because I just remember like we were driving the 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 uh, the car on the the ramp on the on ramp coming onto the podcast and we took a tumble <laughs> and we're like oh no and then we're back on the 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 podcast highway which is a bit i just remembered and i'm bringing it back okay so yeah speaking of disastrous opening bits i challenge <laughs> you to have a worse opening bit than the thing that i just said a whole lot of and go Pokemans. <laughs> so, Ben, if you were ever an accidental robot. Okay. How would you want to learn that you were an accidental robot? Oh, I would go with the classic. Like, you know, get injured in some way. See uh, an armful of uh, 
gears and and wires and stuff. I figure that's the classic way. It's a pretty classic because way because you're already in distress because you just got like slashed in the arm or your arm got chopped off right. and shot or something. Something traumatic has just happened. The delicious cherry on top is you also find out in that moment you're a robot. Um, I just want to ask one question. Delicious? All cherries are delicious, Mike. I I have no argument with that. Yeah, that's a good point. Cherries are delicious. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. I don't know. I Sometimes I would think I would rather just be told. Like if, hey, I'm a robot. Hey, you, you're the only person that exists see, in the universe. No, the problem with that is that you then don't believe them. Like if I was like right now, hey, Mike, you're a robot. Well, I've seen myself bleed. Yeah, now, but you don't know if since last night you got replaced by a robot and you're now a robot. That's fair. You have a good point. So the only way for you to find out would be to test that. And then, like, you've got to be the one to do that. And, like, that's a terrifying thing. Mm-hmm. You don't want to try to figure out if you're your own robot. Hmm. See, you, you come with good points. I don't even have any <laughs> arguments here. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully neither of us are robots. It it wouldn't explain... Mm. Usually robots are good at announcing podcasts. Is that a fact? Have you heard a robot do a bad podcast? Hmm. You've got a point. Ah. I'm gonna... You remember in the first episode when we had the the robot say our email address because we didn't yeah, have that one was yet? A, that was a good I'm just robot. gonna have him do the, the intro. I'll just splice yeah, yeah. myself out. No, I love that. The robot will do it. And then it's just <clears throat> Mayomo Ben. Yep. <laughs> this this is uh gonna be a, yeah i hope this isn't your first episode of back to the future <laughs> because none of this makes any sense it's the back to the future on the way all right let's talk about the actual episode so it's the reboot it they is came the back it uh was revived by comedy central uh they even named this one rebirth as sort of a Huzzah, we came back, and um, I don't know, how how did you feel when you heard Futurama was coming back way back in the day? Um, I had bought all the movies on DVD, as you do, uh, and I enjoyed them, although I didn't realize how much I enjoyed the last one until we finished the mm-hmm. last no, same. one recently, and then I was like, oh yeah, I've been watching it on Adult Swim, and now I just g- got to move over to Comedy Central, and then I got kind of busy with college, I believe. Ah, or yes. work. I can't remember. You said it was 2009 that it came back? Uh, yeah, I think we looked it up. 2009. Yeah, I got busy with work then. So, yeah. I was excited and then kind of like fall, fell off this, the face of the earth on the not excitement, which was, you know, um, I'm, there's there, in, the, in the, the next few seasons, there'll be ones I've never seen before. So I look forward to those. So, uh, yeah, no, I was, pretty, I was pretty excited when it came back. Um, I didn't have cable at the time because i had just graduated from college and so i was broke and uh didn't have cable for a bit so i didn't actually get around to watching it for a little while Mm -hmm. uh just because you know suddenly on comedy central and i didn't have access to it so that's a pretty good reason to not have cable so yeah no i was pretty excited and uh let's talk about whether or not that excitement paid off (laughs) we start the episode with a, a test of the emergency hypnotoad system. And Futurama's coming up next. 
I figure if you're coming back from being dead, lead with your best foot. And they did that with Hypnotoad. Clearly the best foot, yes. Even though Hypnotoad did not win our bracket, but... Hey. A lot of people were gunning for... uh, Sometimes you get those upsets in March Ocean Madness. I can't wait for March again. It's going to be so great. It's going to be very good. I don't know what spin we're going to do on it, but it's going to be fantastic. We start out the actual episode proper... Uh, with the professor in his lab at the Planet Express building. And he's, I wrote, he karate kids a fly. That's a pretty he, good reason, yeah. He pulls it out of the air with some tweezers. And just drops it into a test tube. Fry comes in and he's like, hey, professor, my fry froze all frizzy. And uh, then he's just like, oh, you know, that was it. And then he has severe burns all over his body. So why is those things... <laughs> The wording is so great. <laughs> uh, the professor asked him, you don't remember? Um, and indicated that he's endured unbearable horrors, which they shouldn't discuss. The professor immediately starts recounting. Mm-hmm. Them. Uh, so it literally leads off at the end of the last movie mm-hmm. where they're being chased by the Nimbus and they're flying into this wormhole where they have no idea where it goes. The professor says, as you and Leela kissed goodbye in a tender display of tonguemanship, I pr- I prefer that word. It's, it's a very a, good I word. I think tongueman, tonguemanship is kind of a difficult one to say. It, it's a it, mouthful. It's yeah. literally. Aha! So <laughs> Ooh, the clever wordplay is what people look for us in this podcast. The clever wordplay is what people look for us in the podcast. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You just hey, I proving yourself wrong in one <laughs> in one go. I don't. Right now, I don't have the clever ones. It's been clever time. It's Ben Clever Time. <laughs> Our new segment, the Ben Clever Time. Wow. I, um, I'm very tired and very hungry. Once again, we take a week off and uh, we just don't know how to podcast. And the funny thing is we didn't, like, if you look at the time. That oh, no, we actually we recorded not. yesterday. <laughs> we recorded yesterday, our season break, and we were recording on the Tuesday like we always do. So they go through the wormhole and they're they're all like, oh, we don't know where this is going to go. We may never come back. And then they pop out literally in front of Earth. And then Bender's like, yep, we're back. <laughs> it turns out it was the Panama wormhole, Earth's central channel for shipping. And Zoidberg laughs at that. And then uh, the professor's like, yeah, it's sort of a comedy central channel. And <laughs> it's such a meta like... And even Amy's like, oh, I get it. I will I will admit that I think the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, come on, guys. Like, you already did this with, like, the whole box network yeah. thing. And I didn't really care for it. Now, with a little removed from that, I'm like, oh, that's so freaking clever. Yeah, yeah. And I it's, love it. It's very good. I, I love the fact that they're like, let's just do it again. Let's just, this is a good joke. Let's keep going. Uh, so they go into a wormhole, and then they are... Still being chased by the Nimbus that came through this wormhole. Mm-hmm. They get shot. The Planet Express ship goes to crash. And the professor says to put on the, the safety... Safety spheres. Safety spheres, yes. Uh, the professor is fully surrounded by his safety sphere. But everyone else just has their heads surrounded by them. Hmm. Yep. His even has air conditioning. So the... And pretty impressive for a sp- safety sphere. The ship crashes and then the nimbus comes in right behind it and just crashes <laughs> right into it 
It's Which such is a, a great shot. You you see, it, 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 there's a beat where you see the Planet Express, like right outside of Planet Express building, and then a beat, and then the Nimbus just keeps on coming and crashes straight first. down. It's so very good. I love that shot so much. Uh, the professor, after he recounts his story, says he, quote, sublibed with only trivial brain dablage, end quote. I, I, I want to point out that's not me making the mistake. No, that it is, is what, that was is said what the professor podcast. says. And <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's fun that just kind of out the gate, they're having a lot of fun already. Yeah, it's good stuff. And of course, everyone else is now just basically like their human flesh heads with, attached to just skeletons. I'm impressed at how, uh, first of all, the safety spheres work great. Fantastically well. I'm also just impressed with the fact that the bodies were stripped down to just skeletons and... Like, no, no like, meat, no No, organs, nothing. No, but also, the skeletons are not broken at all. They're not just, even a little bit. They're totally fine. They're totally staying together despite the absence of any <laughs> uh, muscle or sinew or anything. Yeah. I'm very impressed. It's, it's all of these. quite impressive. Or it's just a cartoon. I can't quite figure out which. Uh, I'm going to go with impressive. So the professor is uh, working on this big vat that's underneath them all. And he's using it to dump in a bunch of stem cells. Which Fry asks, wait, aren't those controversial? No, they're adults. Well, in your time, yes. But now, screw you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in it, it... the professor also indicates that it's adult stem cells harvested from healthy adults that the professor killed for their stem cells. Nothing controversial about that. Nothing at all. Um, so every, everybody's dropped into this, um, and each crew member comes through the giant... I call it a sphincter. It looks like a sphincter. I mean, I think it's kind of designed to be a sphincter. It keeps it in until it's ready to go out. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes out of that covered in pink goo for their rebirth. I'm doing some. That's the name of the episode. Yeah, I'm doing some jazz hands because that's the name of the episode. Yay, rebirth! We got there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hermes does point out that he is uh, naked and covered in placenta, which is, you know, a fantastic (laughs) visual for Uh everyone involved. When when, with baby soft skin, baby soft. Uh, When Bender emerges, he he he's like acting like he's dying or he's actually dying as we learn uh and he says he needs mouth to ass resuscitation which fry is <laughs> eager to give him and he's like I'll, I'll die no being happy that you fell for that i mean look if i'm gonna go if i can go out coming out of a stem cell sphincter and just playing a prank on my best friend you gotta know, do it gotta hey, do it you only get one of those chances you only get one <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it turns I out. I think that's what that yeah. Hamilton song's about. Do not throw away your shot. At uh-huh. pranking your, at friend, pranking as your friend as you're dying after coming out of a pool of stem cell placenta through a sphincter. That's <laughs> definitely what that musical's about now 100%. that I'm thinking about it. It's, uh, it was a good staging choice. And then it I, was an interesting <laughs> staging choice for sure. But you know what? It really worked. He took, he took a chance. And uh, it, I think... I. Say it's probably going to pay off. Well, I mean, it won some Tonys, I believe. Uh, you know, I mean, well, it's yet to be seen whether or not this musical's really going to take off yet. But uh, Bender uh, has his power supply is shot, so the professor decides to do the uh, the smart thing 
and just shove a running doomsday device into him and it causes him to be more energetic than ever. I would I would like to point out that the professor points out that the doomsday device is 50 gigawatts, which is 10 times the recommended energy for Bender. It means that that robot is running off of 10 gigawatts of energy at all times. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot because in Back to the Future, which is a hard thing for me to say now because I always <laughs> want to finish with Back to Ama, the Future Rama, yeah. but in Back to the Future, that DeLorean has 1.21 gigawatts incorrectly referred to as a gigawatt we can so, hey if we're gonna be throwing stones at people for saying bad words then we but, uh, anyway yes that is a good point there is a there is definitely a change in uh ro- carter robot gigawatts that means if you took the delorean to the year 3000 and got one of those doomsday machines if you had, hell if you got bender you could run the delorean off of like a tenth of a bender one point well you know about a whatever the math checks out eventually <laughs> <laughs> that is for our listeners to figure out qed <laughs> the math checks out eventually is going to be my new way to just brush people off <laughs> oh you know the math checks out eventually um You're like hey ben have you done this oh the math checks out eventually uh-huh so uh but anyways <laughs> my point is that's a lot of electricity that Bender has run off it of. It is. At all times. And furthermore, he gets powered by alcohol. So what kind of alcohol do they got in the future? Very efficient. Very efficient. So so Bender realizes that if he stops dancing, he'll explode because of the surplus of energy. He'll just start like... He, he um, starts glowing and mm-hmm. shaking, mm-hmm. which I, I was shaking when I said no, shaking. No, I, I, I think that came across in the audio. I hope so. Because otherwise, it just sounds like I said shaking weird. And uh, so it is pointed out that in order to not kill literally everyone, he needs to constantly be dancing to burn off all of the excess energy. So he just he starts dancing around constantly, like through the rest of the episode, just partying all day. And uh, then Fry's like, Fry goes to ask Leela out to dinner to celebrate. Mm-hmm. The fact that they didn't get blown up. But she's not standing around with everybody. And then she comes out of the weird sphincter. Mm-hmm. And that's a sentence I just said. So <laughs> moving on. Back to the Futurama. Just the weirdest sentences you can imagine. And she is not moving despite being poked by the professor's poking stick. We find out that she is in an irreversible coma. Not able to be reversed. And then Bender comes in singing, Coma, 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 chameleon. It's, it's, it's a very good Bender moment. It's pretty dang good. Because <laughs> he's like way in the foreground and, and everybody else is in the background. It's just very good. I mean, he's got to dance. He's got to dance. He's literally got to dance. He, if you're going to sing a song, you might as well make it a parody version, says the Weird Al fan. Exactly. <laughs> also, I my I have a quick side story about Karma Chameleon. Okay, go on. So I got my car, my new car, in uh, way back in college, and my friends saw it, and they saw it at night, and so they thought it was like this deep blue color. Okay. And then they saw it the next day, and they were like, "It's actually like a, a kind of dark gray." Okay. 
and they were like, hey, I thought that your car was blue. And I was like, no, that's just how light works. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to name my brand new car for me. And they decided to name it Karma Carmelian. Ooh, that's hard to say. Which is a terrible name. And <laughs> I I never once allowed it, but they kept doing it. And um, I don't. Okay. <laughs> so every time I hear. Oh, Every time I hear that song, I think of your car, my car being named without my consent to a name I hated. I feel like it would be better if they just named your car old blue or something like because they thought it was blue, but it's not really blue. Oh, yeah. Because that would be like ironic funny. Oh, yeah. No, that's I I would be that, way more into that than Karma Carmelian. That's a not, hard one to it's, say. It's hard to say and it's just not good. I'm not a fan. I am not either. And I refuse to accept that as a name for a car. So I'm with you. Excellent. We will fight for a better name. I mean, hell, I'm going to you, call your car Old Blue from now if on. You, if you just named my car Blue, you could do like the old school references, like yeah. you're my boy Blue. Like, true, yeah. You know, it was right. There's, there's was, all sorts of things you could have done instead was, of Karma Carmelian, and, and it was right there. It's right there. So I think of that every time, literally every time I hear that song. Anyways, so well, the, you're you're telling me you're scarred. A little bit at the <laughs> robot arms apartments. Fry is really sad. Uh, he's he's just distraught that uh, Leela is gone, and uh, Bender suggests to move on while you know he's dancing. And then uh, we get this sort of uh, what I called a sad montage, mm-hmm. although it wasn't really much of a montage. Basically, Fry is walking around. He sees a Starbucks-like logo for a copy. A coffee shop place that mm-hmm. has like the mermaid has like one eye and then there's a movie called that darn cyclops and then fry decides to go into a uh build a bot workshop mm-hmm. he he then declares it's time to start living again and he immediately makes a purple haired fembot with one eye immediately mm-hmm. without with just just going straight at it now to be fair he did not intentionally build it with one eye. One of the eyes fell off, and he's like, oh, I like that better for some reason. Yeah, he, he was like, I don't, I'm not feeling the two eyes, and one fell off. Yeah, yeah, I, that's fair, but like, he, it was already it purple Otherwise, it looks like Leela. It's a... In it's, robot form, yeah. Uh-huh. In as much as you can build one that looks like Leela in a, you know, build a bear similar... Similar what? Okay. Similar was, what? Similar what? In a... As as much as you can in a build a bear type workshop for robots. Yeah, I do love the fact that there's a wiring station that just kind of gets pumped in there. Like you can just open the neck of the robot and just pump some wires in there. That's and it's definitely how out. building machinery works. Absolutely, and it's why it's easy and everyone does it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about the breadboards I had to do in some of my computer science classes, and I was like, oh, those are not easy at all. I'm not a hardware person in the slightest. Man, I'm I have a soldering iron yeah. that I've used very occasionally for the occasional product uh, projects and I'm so bad at it. <laughs> it's it's even even the breadboards are just like po- poke a wire in here, poke a wire in here and then the light goes on. I it took me like 4 weeks to figure out how to get that to work. It's they're hard. Good thing you weren't trying to build a robot girlfriend. Exactly. You'd still be working on her. I would still be working on my robot girlfriend. 
Now we're in Mike's euphemism corner anyways. <laughs> so so he heads back to Planet Express with this, let's call her Lilabot. Uh-huh. Uh, and just crying and hugging the Lilabot. Hermes uses the computer to analyze all the tapes of Leela from all the surveillance videos that they have, which is a lot, mm-hmm. um, and plugs that personality into the robot. Now, I was thinking about this because I was like, if this happened to me, the only place you could get that much information would be my Twitter account. And I don't want to know what sort of robot my Twitter account would make. Now, I want to make a Markov bot that is just your Twitter bot turning into a ro- or like a person that like Ben eBooks. I mean, yeah, you remember horse ebooks? What yeah, a great it was Twitter so account. Good. Um uh, that's what Twitter should be for. No, my Twitter account would be uh, I mean there's one where it makes poetry out of your Twitter, oh, yeah, which I've, I've done from before, time to time. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Um not a great poet, uh Ben Bot. Uh yeah, I don't I don't even want to know what what my Twitter account would turn a robot into. Uh the robot of my Twitter account would be like Hokies Jaguar Sports. <laughs> And that's about it. But yeah, this Leela bot um, goes from literally just being, I like jelly beans, do you? To suddenly looking exactly like Leela, having Leela's memories, even up to and including her literally getting ready to crash. Yeah, they have a lot of surveillance is what I'm saying. She So it's it's this bot that looks and acts and thinks like Leela. It literally thinks it is Leela with Mm -hmm. all of her memories. And then Nibbler immediately attacks it. Yeah, yeah. Nibbler kind of smells like this isn't right and attacks her um, and tears some of the skin off of her arm like you were describing Mm -hmm. earlier and realizes she's a robot. And she just kind of screams for what seems to be a day or two. Yeah, it's cuts between her like staring at this gash in her arm and screaming while she's like walking down the the street, while she's brushing her teeth, while she's taking a uh, tube transport like back to work which is a really n- neat little doppler effect mm-hmm. gag that they use which is nice once she finally calms down uh they show her the real leela who is in this like glass coffin yeah and uh my only note is robo leela is confused and upset she says it very explicitly it's 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 one thing when your characters say what they feel it's another when they're, your character's robots say how they feel. You can't just have your characters announce how they feel. That makes me angry. All right, Robot Devil. But this is when we found the loophole. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what the impetus is, but they all go to studio uh, one squared, two to the first, three cubed, which translates to uh, Studio 54. Pretty good. Which I was like 99% sure that's what that turned out to be mm-hmm. and then i had to i was gonna do the math um but then i just checked the infosphere because it did it for me back to the futurama i was gonna do a thing but then the infosphere had it for me back to the futurama we read the infosphere <laughs> so you don't have to <laughs> <laughs> it's so true uh it's so true it hurts a little bit inside bender is doing a dance he calls the bender and telling everyone to do the bender. I feel like he has the bender and he tells people to do the bender quite a bit. This is the second time. Absolutely. And no one wants to do the bender. And then he yells at them to do the bender. Meanwhile, Robo Leela needs some time to figure everything out, which is, um, you know, I think pretty legit. Yeah. All things considered. Because she's wondering if she can achieve consciousness. 
and it's it's a struggle we all go through from oh, time to time. Absolutely. And then uh, Leela suggests being friends in the meantime while she, you know, figures some stuff mm-hmm. out. I mean, it's a pretty legit uh, thing. Uh, Bender gets kicked out. Oh, absolutely, because he is trying to forcefully get everyone to do the mm-hmm. Bender. That's and that's not a good time. It's really not. Back at Planet Express, the professor announces that he has one final attempt that's going to wake Leela up, and it is this device that... <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. It's so funny. It's a device that literally picks her up, slams her into the walls and the ceilings, uh, shoots fireworks around her, has sirens going off, and... And I believe it's shouting, wake up, wake up! Uh-huh. It's very good. I love it. It's such a great gag i adore it (laughs) though the part that really gets me about it is that when it doesn't work he says well (laughs) that's it i'm afraid traditional medicine has failed (laughs) i love it too it's so good this scene is just fantastic especially uh because fry is not gonna take that as an answer so he picks up a bat and and hits her with it i love you so good. Yep. And then uh, the professor asks Zoidberg, uh, can you note the time and declare the patient legally dead? That's what I'm best at. He calls it his specialty. <laughs> <laughs> I have questions, Dr. Zoidberg. Do you really want any of those answered? I want to know where he got his doctorate. I feel like they've mentioned this on the show. I think so. I think they probably have. We're just very bad at remembering. It's time to go to the info sphere. <laughs> I mean, I could look it up. No, it's we're we're behind already, probably. Back to the Futurama. We're behind already. Uh, back to the Futurama. Can we just get past the first freaking scene already? <laughs> yeah, they so they fly out to this planet. It has a cyclophage preserve. And Leela's living will notes that in the event of a coma, she is to be fed to a cyclophage, which is a a a uh, endangered species that eats cyclopses. Yeah, it looks kind of like a dinosaur dragon thing with one eye. Now, see, because here's my thing: it is itself a cyclops. So, is it a race of cannibals? I don't know. Because... We only see the one, and it doesn't self cannibalize. I mean, it maybe it doesn't know that it has only one eye. That's also a good point. How would it know other than maybe a mirror? And then it would have to understand what a mirror even is. And, you know, we're putting a lot all on this cyclophage. Yeah. I, my dog doesn't really recognize what mirrors are. It thinks it's a, it's, a, it's a dog that's doing exactly what he's doing. So bark, 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 bark. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this segment on dogs. <laughs> well, I can't do a segment on cats and mirrors because my cat looks at a mirror and is like, ah, screw it. They are doing this whole like sort of funeral service as as they are about to feed this, uh, as they're about to feed Leela to the cyclophage. And then uh, Bender is dancing around and he's like, I'm sick of partying. But he, you know, has to because otherwise he kills everyone. Everyone starts saying, shut up, Bender, stop. And then he just unleashes the hugest flaming burp right above where Leela is. And this causes Leela to wake up and tell Bender to shut the hell up. She's like, oh, it's so nice to wake up and see. And then she looks over and sees Fry making out with a 
different Leela, mm-hmm. which first of all, weird time to make out with your robotic girlfriend. Agreed. Not the best Just choice. Just throwing that out there. Especially when she is built to be an exact replica of the person you are literally feeding yeah. to a one-eyed monster. I'm kind of amazed that Robot Leela, with the regular Leela's brain memory stuff, would kind of go along with this. I mean, I'll tell you what, it's a good distraction. It is a fantastic Do you really want to watch your own funeral? No, go and make out with somebody and, you know, it's a much better use of your time, I think. I would, you're right, I would not want to watch my own funeral because then I'd probably be a ghost. Exactly. Or a robot. Exactly. Or a robot ghost. Oh, now we're getting into some stuff. (laughs) We weren't getting into stuff before, now we are. So, uh... (laughs) What's better, a ghost robot or a robot ghost? So, okay, hold on. A robot ghost mm-hmm. is a ghost who, wait, so one one is a ghost that was once a robot, yes. but then the robot died, mm-hmm. and then one is a robot that is built to be a ghost. Yes. And the question was, which one's better? Yes. I'm going to say the robot who died, because there's a story there. That's true. It's not just, well, I was built this way. Exactly. It's like I used to be a living a living robot, but now I'm a ghost robot. Zero one one zero one. Exactly. I don't remember exactly what transpires. Leela gets really mad at for uh, everyone. Understandable. But then the cyclophage so- shows up, so they don't really have time to hash it out. They yeah. all run to the ship. Mm-hmm. It, they all manage to get on there. Uh-huh. It uh takes off the Cyclophage manages to grab onto the ship with its sticky tongue mm-hmm. and then gets hauled off with, along with the ship. Yeah, it, it looks surprised and like, oh, 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 what have I done? And then goes, flies off to space. Um, there is a brief shot where uh, Robot Leela and Flesh Leela are arguing who should be the, uh, the captain, but they seem to resolve it because they, they don't go back to it. I understand why you differentiated it as robot Leela and flesh Leela, but I really do not care for the term <laughs> flesh Leela. Okay, I'll keep working on it. Okay. I'll workshop it. I appreciate it. So, uh, back at Planet Express. Now I have to think of worse things to call. Oh, great. Back at Planet <laughs> Express, Leela is now really is that, upset. Is, is that skin Leela? Uh, Flash Leela's worse. It is worse. I'm still workshopping. Leela is upset that Fry built a robot Leela. And uh, he's... I just... I wrote Fry is sad. I didn't... My notes were not the best. Uh, Fry is just sad in this episode. And he's sad a lot. They are like, no, I'm an individual. And then they both run out uh, seconds apart being like, this is too freaky. Uh-huh, in the exact same tone. Yeah. It's and... almost like they... It's recorded. probably just the same clip played yeah, back. It's very good, though. And uh, Fry is like, why does everything I date run away? I mean, that's that's when you start like doing some introspection, my man. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Bender is still sick of partying, but mm-hmm. he has to. Yeah. Uh, Fry wants to go partying with him, uh, but Bender hates it and then dances away from him. So Fry starts just kind of just talking about how much he loves Leela and if... Um, if it w- if he loved Robot Leela, it was because so much of real Leela was in uh, Robot Leela. And real Leela overhears this, and she's like, you know, that's actually pretty sweet. If I lost you, I'd probably build a copy of you, too. And then, so they sort of make up, and then she's just like, now as long as Robo Leela is not the jealous type like me, 
And then my, immediately, my next note is literally just they fight in all it's, caps. Yeah. Robot Leela immediately like flies in saying, I'll kill you to, to blood Leela. Um, and they start fighting and, and everyone rushes in to watch this. Oh, of course. You know, if, if free, free entertainment, if you were fighting your own robot, I would watch the hell out of that. That's true. Maybe we should turn that into a movie or television show. Reality show? Reality show. Fight your own robot. Fight your own robot. Okay, now if you win, what do you get? To live, obviously. Oh, yeah, of course. If you lose... You're dead. You're dead. And you're replaced by the robot. Exactly. See, that's high stakes TV. This Everyone's going like, to watch that. <laughs> sci-fi dystopian where everybody gets replaced by robots because they lose on this show. Does the robot know it's a robot? Oh, You got to go that, with no, that right? Adds some you psychological. Go with no. That act adds some psychological mayhem to it because imagine you have to fight a you. Neither one of you knows which one is the robot. Yeah, yeah. No, it has to be. It has to. You have to. Yes. Clearly, neither of you can know whether you're man or robot. Nailed it. All right. Uh, let's. Oh, ooh, I've got a title for it. Okay. Man or machine. Nice. All like right. It. I'm into it. Let's let's, let's do call this. Fox up. Because they'll be the one to take this. <laughs> Probably. And then we'll get canceled with one episode, but we'll have already run away with the money. Exactly. That's, that's the Fox the, way. That's really the dream. Get a bunch of money from Fox and then get canceled. It's the best one can hope for. It's true. And then maybe there will be two people on the internet. It's like, but what about Man and Machine? It was so good. They fought each other with... <laughs> and, and one was a robot and one wasn't. Yep. Yeah. So they fight. <laughs> They fight, and uh, Amy hands Fry a gun, and one of them is like, shoot her, she's the robot. And then the other one's like, no, shoot her, she's the human. And Fry asks, <laughs> how do I tell which one is which? And they immediately like, are you not listening to me, us, idiot? <laughs> we just told you. We just told you. So he puts the gun down, uh, but it fires, and it fires. It hits him right in the uh, the chest, and he's like, "Ooh, at least it hit between the lungs. I'm so lucky." And uh, at that point, uh, he looks down and realizes because he's got this big hole in his chest, he's actually a robot. And um, Zoidberg brings up an X-ray, says, "Oh, that explains the growth on your drive shaft." Good old Zoidberg. Good old Zoidberg. And then, so we get this flashback from the professor who explains everything, and. Uh, Fry in the crash declares his love is stronger than the vast majority of explosions. I like the realism, like the the mm -hmm. the realistic sort of uh, uh, expectations. Mm -hmm. So he because this was a big one. Uh huh. So he he literally dies protecting Leela. All that's left is like his hair and like a Some pile of skin cells. Yeah. And so the professor dumps it in the pile of stem cells, but it just bubbled away. Um, and then, uh, Leela is upset. So she actually does the exact thing that she said she would. She goes to the Build-A-Bot workshop and builds a replacement Fry. Uh, unfortunately, she accidentally overstuffed Fry's, the robot Fry with too much wiring, recreating the jelly belly. Mm -hmm. Um, and when they kissed, it caused a static discharge that electrocu electrocuted Leela so badly, she became a skeleton, just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. You're also missing a very important part, though, which I love, because the security footage they use to build the, the oh, yes. profile for Fry, he is literally standing at the urinal, and he's like, I sure do love Leela. 
Because that's, right. where, I that's that. where I talk about all my emotional <laughs> stuff. Hey, sometimes, you know, you're you're letting it all out and you're like, man. Gotta let it all out of my head, too. I, I mm-hmm. gotta let my emotion peas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like all of, all of those out, too. Exactly. It makes total sense, I guess. Yeah, sometimes I'm just, I'm, you know, at home, I'm like, man, I really, I really love the, the television show Futurama. And, and I'm just sitting there on the toilet being like, I really loved it. And it was really good. And then a podcast was born. So, <laughs> uh, anyways, so, uh, <laughs> so Fry's duplicate, uh, Ended up having major burn marks and Fry's frizzy fry fro from the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. So it all comes back around. So at that point, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Fry's naked pink body comes out of the weird placenta sphincter. That's true. Uh, one thing about the static uh, electricity explosion that happened, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, it kills Le- Leela. Right, it turns her into a skeleton, but Uh it also removes Leela's and Fry's short-term memories. Yes, that's kind of important to the fact that none of them remember anything. Yeah, the the way that Fry comes in is like, why do I have burn marks all over me? Why is this these things? Fry comes out of the thing and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was already here. (laughs) I loved that line. I literally marked down in my notes, hilarious. And then uh, it, it all sort of gets like explained. Um, and then, uh, the robots are like, Hey, you know what? Let's, let's just get out of here because I love, I love Fry, this Fry. And Fry says, I love Leela, any Leela. I mean, sometimes you can't really be picky. It's true. You know? Uh, so the robot Leela says, why don't we drop our meat jackets? And then they do. And then they're like Terminator robots. They look badass. They do look surprisingly badass. Way more badass than the Build-A-Bot workshop. And they have Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, accents now. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe Amy's like, why do their voices change? (laughs) Professor's like, we'll never know. That's the one thing we'll never be able to figure out. (laughs) The one thing. The one thing. Uh, (laughs) And uh, at that point... um, Bender has had it with all this mushiness and he decides he's just going to end it. He's done dancing. And so he starts to glow and shake. And then also at the same time, the cyclophage comes back. Busts right through the roof and goes to eat Leela. But Bender, as Bender's kind of rattling because all the, the energy, uh, one of his eyeballs falls out. So the cyclophage is like, oh, I'm going to eat you first. Ed eats him. Bender explodes because of all the excess yeah, energy. Right in the throat of the cyclophage. And it kills the cyclophage. Bender just emerges unscathed. Nothing like nothing happened. He even says, geez, what will it take to kill me? <laughs> it turns out the explosion cured him. We find out that Bender blew out all of his excess capacity and he's cured. And he announces, my hellish nightmare is over. I never have to party again. And they're all like, but we're back. Party. <laughs> yeah. He never has to again. Now mm-hmm. he gets to choose. It's a choice. Exactly. And that makes all the difference. It's true. And then as one last little bit, Zap suddenly slides out of the weird sphincter device. Like, flies out of it and just goes, wee! And then we get credits. And that means that it is time for... Grades. I found this very enjoyable. Um, it, there were a lot of good laughs um, even like I even wrote down in my notes where I laughed the, you know, the, the, just it, it, it felt right. 
and it felt like a uh, we were talking a little bit before the we actually started recording this podcast but it was really nice to have a fully contained yes like like episode beginning middle end all yeah. in 24 minutes oh mm-hmm. it was very nice um but i think they told a pretty funny story that kind of you know came around did the sci-fi kind of stuff with the the robot duplicates and and I, I thought it was really neat, like the trope of which one do you shoot, which one's the robot, mm-hmm. even is subverted when they have like, I'm the human, she's the robot, we both know this, we're both telling you this. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, I, I just found it really, really enjoyable to watch. And uh, I, I think it's a really good foot for the Comedy Central channel. Um, so I'll probably, I think I'd probably give it a, uh, I'll go with B+. Plus. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm pretty much on the same page with you. I, I recall when I very first watched this episode, it filled me with a little bit of dread because it didn't feel like it was quite there. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it did go through, you know, four movies. It had been sure. several years since the original had concluded with mm-hmm. the devil's hands are idle playthings. And, uh, you know, and especially coming off of something so strong like that episode, you know, it's gonna it's gonna feel a little bit off, um, right? But watching it now, I think it's actually aged pretty well. Oh yes, um, I would agree. I think, and maybe it is just because we've spent you know weeks and weeks and weeks talking about these little clips from movies. But this was a very refreshing episode. I laughed a lot. There was a lot of uh, a lot of really good stuff in it. While you know, still feeling different, different enough to be noticeable, mm-hmm. not so different that I didn't like it. Yeah, it's just just slightly different. Yeah, I agree. But uh, overall, yeah, I mean, I think I'm I'm about on that same page. I'm I'm gonna also give it a B plus. All right, uh, I think it's it's a really strong start to a whole new season on a whole new channel. And honestly, I kind of wasn't looking forward to this episode because I did have such memories of it being just like you know, fine. Yeah. Uh, but it surprised me quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed it pretty much start to finish. So, you know, I'll, uh, I'll give it a B plus. All right. Excellent. And, uh, we of course want to know what you think about the, the brand new, I mean, you know, years and years and years ago, <laughs> years but and years the and years then ago. brand new comedy central reboot of one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled and then had four movies that went straight to DVD and then went to Comedy Central. You can that de- should be the new opening. It should be. You can describe anything as then brand new. Yes. I, <laughs> that is technically correct. The best kind of correct. I just love like the then brand new. It's like, yeah, like I could talk about a lot of things that way. And I used uh, to be brand new at one point. It's true. You were the then brand new Mike. That's going to be my new Twitter. So, uh, we want to know what you ha- think about the, uh, the start of the Comedy Central reboot. Um, did you like it? Did you feel like it wasn't quite there? Um, you know, how did you feel when it came back? Because it was, it was a nervous time for a lot of us. I know mm-hmm. I had a lot of friends who were kind of talking about it and just like, oh, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we want to know all about that or any of the other stuff we talked yeah. about are you a ghost robot or a robot ghost it's it's our buzzfeed article for the week mm-hmm. would you watch a show about somebody fighting their ghost ghost selves <laughs> i mean Ooh, i'd watch that too that's a good spinoff that's the sequel because when they die yes they have to fight their ghost selves. yes this 
We are doing this. We have a we have a business plan um, at this point. Yeah, would you watch a show about people having to fight their own robot selves to and neither of them knowing if they're it, the robot or uh-huh. the man? Yeah, um, love it. Any of the other stuff we talked about? Um, There's been so much. You can you can talk to us so many ways. You can email us at Back to the Futurama Podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Back to Futurama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Back to Futurama. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and many other places where you can enjoy your podcast. So find us everywhere. Uh, review us, rate us, subscribe, and send your friends. And we can all figure out if we're ghost robots or robot ghosts. Indeed. And of course, don't forget we're on Patreon. We did our live streamed episode tonight. And uh, both fans, Laura and Matt, both uh, listened in live and uh, chatted with us a bit while we recorded this episode and it was and, a ton of fun and i'm hoping they had a great time and uh anyone who is at the five dollar or more level on our patreon gets to do that with us once a month so uh thanks to the two of them for tuning in and thanks to everyone who's a patron of our show or people who just tune in and listen for free because you know we'll yeah. always be doing this for free yeah so. and and we love you because you come to the end of these episodes after we if you Just make it to the stuff. if you yeah. make it to the end, we love you yeah. because even if you give us the download, we love you. If if you somehow learned about us, we love you. We so, just love uh, it. We're, we've got so much love to give. So we'll be back next week, and uh, until then, I'm Ben and I'm Mike. Goodbye from the world of tomorrow. tomorrow.